Hey world, hey world, this is K-Love on the mic, and today I have one of my good, good friends, and I'm not even going to say good, good friend, she's more like a sister, but started up as that good friend, but you know that sister, sister, good friend, so I'm going to just say she my sus, and I'm going to just let her introduce herself. Hi there, this is Tawanda, also known as Diva to some, and yes, I am that sis. Um, <laughs> my name again is Tawanda. I'm a proud mother of two, and I'm going to be um, talking to my sister today, and we're going to be talking about um, empty nesting. Yeah, empty nesting. So, of course, you know, my sister won by, we done had breakfast, we done talked. We done did some reflection. We done had a therapeutic moment. We done did all that. So it was like, okay, let's go ahead and just put this on the radio. Let's let's talk about some things. Talk about some things that probably some other people are going through. So empty nesting. Um, and a lot of times it doesn't come up in discussions. You know, people just feel like, oh, our kids are grown off and you got the house to yourself, and this is what you know that moment you be waiting for. But it's actually a struggle for some. And sometimes it's even more of a struggle, especially with single mothers, or if you've been that one custodian parent, let's say custodian parent, is that what they say, custodian parent? Yeah. So when you've been that custodian parent for years, that's all you know. Right. That's just all you know is routine, work, come home, take care of kids, make sure they're straight. Work, come home, take care of kids, work just straight. You don't prepare for the aftermath of the emptiness. Yes, you prepare because you want your kids to be independent and sufficient, but you don't prepare for the emotions that come along with it. So tell me this, because me and you have this in common. Yeah, We We have this in common, the emptiness, and I'm more new to it than you are. (laughs) (laughs) So you kind of like mentor me through the process, but... For you, tell me, sis, for you, how how did it impact you? Like, how did it make you feel? Because you had one go off first, Mm -hmm. and then you had one. How many years was it in between? Five. Okay, so five years you had the last one, and she's been off for how long now? Two years. Two years, okay. it it still didn't make it any better. And the the impact was I was depressed. Mm -hmm. And I was depressed not because... I didn't want them to leave or to grow up because that's the ultimate goal. It was because I was losing a part of me. Mm -hmm. And in a sense, I lost my identity because I then became Deontay's mom or Michaela's mom. Mm -hmm. It was no longer Tawanda because everything was being their parent. So when they were leaving, it's like, what am I going to do? Where am I going to go? Right. Who am I going to talk to? Because they've been my life for all these years. So your routine changes. Your routine changes. Okay. Routine. And that's and that's crazy how you say depression because a lot of times people don't think, okay, depression comes in different forms, situation or whatever. But your kids are grown off. They're grown. They're off. And it's kind of like, okay, it's, it's supposed to be a relief. But really, it's not a relief. Because what are you going to do? What, and yeah. what does that look like? Right. And it can be scary. Yes. It can be scary. Um. So with your, how did you manage it? Like what helped you get through all that? Because I remember um, 
and again, Jordan, he's just he's still in arm's reach. Yes. Um, you know, we made that decision that he you weren't gonna go off to a big university. Let's just try that transition here, community college, but he's at the dorms. Mm-hmm. And even then, I, I, I was sad. Like I was it was sadness. I it was sadness. Right. I was sad. Like <laughs> sad. And I'm like, what are you like people like what are you sad for like you your kids are grown and they're going on but it's like i was sad because i didn't know what else to do right and a part of you is missing yeah i um i my correlation was it's almost like i'm going off to college Uh uh-huh i was 19 when i had deontay i was 24 when i had michaela so they were my life yeah so it's like now what do i like to eat where do I like to go? What do I like to do in my spare time? Because I didn't have any for yeah. all those years. So what I did was I I prayed a lot. Mm-hmm. I um, journaled a lot. I talked to my friends. I actually reconnected with friends that mm-hmm. I put by the wayside. Um, not on ten, not intentional, intentionally, but it happened over time because life happens. Yeah. So um, it's it's still a transition even now, but it's after just two years, taking one day at a time, yeah. and after five or essentially seven with Deontay, but it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. And it is a transition because even I have, I get in my feelings, I be calling because it's like, you want them to go off to college, you want to be young, but you need to pick up the phone when I'm calling. Exactly. <laughs> pick up the phone when I'm calling. Um, just last night, I'm like, George, because <laughs> he needed to get, he needed to um, go to the barbershop mm-hmm. and he needs a ride because of course he doesn't have a car and I'm not Gonna go out my way trying to make him have a car. No, you need to. That's not of importance. Walk across the street to that dorm. Yes. <laughs> and, and you in arms reach. You have parents and we'll do what I need to do. So I was like, well, I could come pick you up and you could just stay tonight. Me, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, he's just gonna say, yeah, he want. Only for him to say, well, Ma, mm-hmm. they got a little something going on over here <laughs> at the dorm first. And then I just Uber over there in the morning. My no feelings was hurt. Of course. Yeah. I'm like, Joker. <laughs> But I chopped it up and kept it moving because mm-hmm. what I don't want to do is be that parent that I have to force my kids to fill the void or whatever it is that I'm struggling. Because that's not fair to them either. Right. Because you want them to go on and you want them to transition. But at the same time, I'm not going to force you to have to please. And you got to come. No, 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 no. I'm not doing but that. But sometimes you do it because that's your motherly instinct. Yeah. But that's not the way it's received from them. It's still like you're treating them like a baby. Yeah. But we have to realize that that transition is a transition for them as well. Mm-hmm. And they're long, no longer a baby. They're young adults. And we want them to be successful, independent young adults. But even with me, I'll call a hundred times a day. What? Just to tell you something. When I really could have waited. Yeah. Um, now overreacting. Exactly. I'm up at five in the morning. They aren't. Yeah. I'm used to cooking breakfast and taking it to them at six in the morning. And it was like, mom, even when they come to visit, um, you can wait until 10 or 11. But <laughs> yeah, we don't, get, we don't get up that much. Exactly. So it is a difference because I think what we have to realize as parents, as our kids get older, we have to transition because now we have to change and be a parent and our parenting skills should change because now we're parents of an adult child. Exactly. So I think what happens is we don't realize that now we need to be more of a consultant. Mm-hmm. A consultant. Yes. Everything that you talk because I I enjoyed motherhood. Yeah, of course. And still enjoy. I mean it was the trials and the tribulations and yeah and the sacrifices and all of that. But for what it's worth, I didn't have a problem with being a mother. I enjoyed it. It it was something that I didn't see as a job. Like the things that I did, it just came 
natural. Mm -hmm. So it was like, okay, I didn't prepare myself for this moment because I'm just like, that attachment is just going to be there forever. Lord and behold, I done got, I learned the long way that they're in adulthood. Yes. And I'm not a priority. Exactly. (laughs) I'm not a priority. And then that's when balance comes in because you're putting everything on the black on the back burner and they aren't. So it's okay, mom, I'm coming home for the weekend. And then you struggle as a a parent. Okay, do I cancel my plans with my friend? Right. What have you because they're coming only to find out they've already made plans of their own. So no, I don't want to hang out with you. No, I don't want to go to the mall. No, I don't want to go to I just need to bring my laundry. I just need to wear to sleep and, and you want need- somebody to come and, come and go. And, and, make, and some gas money. Exactly. There's some gas money. Yeah. All that. So now, do you feel used? Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> now, do you- but I mean, still, you still have to be responsible for some of their needs and even their wants. Mm-hmm. It just comes. But even then, you have to figure out a boundaries, balance. boundaries. Um, Cause even before this, we talked about that those boundaries mm-hmm. at some point as parents and a lot of times, and I'm gonna use the I statements because I'm coming from a point to where a single mother mm-hmm. and it could be different for single fathers. Right. I'm sure that'll be another episode, but sometimes as single mothers and we do a lot and we overcompensate because we feel guilty rather a they didn't have a more involved father and we hold on to that guilt. Well, I should have did better. I could have did this. So they're suffering because they don't have that involved. You know, a lot of things. So what we do is we don't realize that we're overcompensating to fill that void of guilt. Or sometimes, sometimes we, shame and all of that. So we're doing, doing, doing and doing too much for them. Exactly. And that should not be the case. But sometimes we do it in my in my instance. I do it because I, I just love being a mom. And they'll even tell me like, mom, you're doing too much, but I have to step back in. Like you said, I'm not parenting a kid anymore. I'm parenting a young adult. So I have to listen to their opinions and their feelings and I'll step back. But nine times out of 10, I'm still going to do what I want because I enjoy it, but they know it's coming from a good place. And even that's kind of, um, and mine are eight years apart. I got a 25, 18 year old. And even, um, just most recently, you know, with my 25-year-old just going through that transition or he's just trying to, you know, figure out life and find himself. And we all do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of like sitting there and having to tell him, like, I got this, like, just back out of fall back. Just let me figure that out. Like, I was just like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt as if I needed to protect. Like, I needed to just go in that over. I need to do this. I need to tell him what to do. I did this. is where it was just like, Ma, yes. you're overwhelming me uh-huh. with your actions. Exactly. And I really had to fall back and, like, reflect, like, okay, he's 25. Mm-hmm. Um, more than capable. More than capable. I've taught him things. Like, this is that transition, that time where he has to apply. Right. Apply those things. And if he's telling me to fall back, that's what you have to then do. Then that's what I gotta do. But baby, it was a struggle. Oh, I, I had done caught an attitude. I'm it was right real short you. and brief. All right, then. Yes. No problem. Mm-hmm. But we can't take it personal. Right. Well, yeah. we shouldn't take it personal, but we, we do. do. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's just a natural reaction. Yes. But I think, like you said, once you just accept it, then you have to process it. Mm-hmm. And you can't stay stuck there. And then you have to start reevaluating like okay you know what let's identify the needs mm-hmm. you know they got somewhere to stay you know they they're in in between those relationships with girl and that's gonna happen because we've all been out yeah communicate whatever it is 
But if my child is telling me to fall back and let me figure it out, just give them that, allow them that space. Right. And now I just be that consultant if and you just need it. Exactly. Just, just holler at me if you need it. Mm-hmm. And that's just, I think that's the biggest struggle to like, let me fall back yeah. because you want to feel needed. Exactly. That's me. You want to feel needed by your children. Uh-huh. So sometimes kind of like that codependency. Of course. <laughs> like mm-hmm. a codependent relationship. You don't, you don't like it from a, a partner. But you do from like your children, like it's acceptable from children. But either way, it's still unhealthy. Exactly, it's unhealthy. Um, and I think I don't think we're the only ones that struggle with this. I think it's a lot of parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna say parents because it's, it's married couples that go through it. Mm-hmm. You know, men, whatever the situation is. I think they. This is something that they all struggle with, and a lot of times people just see. Oh, the emptiness and your kids are growing and they're out the house, but and now you get to do what you want to do and live life. But what ex- what does that look like? Because I didn't prepare myself for exactly. It. <laughs> like I didn't prepare myself life after this. I didn't prepare right. myself life after the kids get out of the mm-hmm. house and life after they that. So it does become difficult. But what I wanted to ask you is this: because I have two sons, you have a girl and a boy. Mm-hmm. Was there a difference, and did you feel different when it was your son leaving off versus when it was your daughter leaving off? I, it is a difference. One one's more needy than the other. I'll let you figure that out. But um, we for, won't mention which child. That would be we, look, we're not gonna mention which child because see, I don't want you to get a phone call or text message after this episode from right. your kids. But so the the difference was one is really headstrong and mm. really independent, and one is he's his mother. Mm, you said a he. Yeah. So he's his mother, and it was more difficult with him because. I was with him longer and the fact that he was not within arm's reach. He went out of state, okay. his choice, and he's been successful at it, but I just needed him to need me, mm-hmm. even though it, he doesn't love me any less. I don't love him any less, but it was just the point, like, he really doesn't need me to do anything yeah. Yeah. he could do these things himself. But I also realized he's a man. Yeah. He, he's, he's a part of me. And I know that because he knows that I got his back, regardless of where he is i know that he's gonna be okay yeah he knows how to pray on his own he knows how to come to me or come to a resource on his own mm-hmm. he he's he's me in yeah. male form so i had to come to grips to know that he's okay yeah now with her she was closer and she she's like a best friend so to speak so she's the one that I'll get on the phone with her nine or 10 times a day. Mm. She's not going to make me feel bad for calling nine or 10 times a day, opposed to I call him nine or 10 times. Okay, Ma, what do you need? Yeah. Or I'll call you back. And I think it's just that bo- those boys, they just, and we have to also realize because same thing here, I have two, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of times too, we as women, and when you have those sons, mm-hmm. and I, you want to, you tend to just want to overcompensate so, yes. for your sons. Uh-huh. Like you just want to, and not sort of mama boys, type, but I yes. guess yeah, you just want to overcompensate mm-hmm. with that because these are my boys. Right. Like this is all like you grew up with them. And again, Jaden, mm-hmm. I had him young. Yeah. He grew up. He's been with me the longest. Exactly. So it's like okay, then eight years later, and then you have the little one come. Mm-hmm. So I think. As women, a lot of times, as we overcompensate with our boys, right? Not realizing these are these. This is about to be somebody's husband one day. Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe somebody's boss. Lead, like we have to allow them those leadership skills, right? And that means that means we got to fall back, and we have to allow them to be independent. Allow them and make st- and make mistakes, 
and learn from them. And learn from them instead of this always, we got to be there. Or we have to fix it. There you go. Fix it. Mm -hmm. Like we feel like we got, and I know I struggle with that. And still, it's this transition. I'm getting better. I'm still struggling (laughs) with it. I'm getting better, but I think I'm getting better now because I'm being a little bit open-minded to where I'm allowing my kids to sit me down and I'm listening to I'm, them. I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a look. I'm li- I, it took a while, but I think I'm realizing now I need to listen to my kids, mm-hmm. listen to their needs, mm-hmm. and even listen to what they want. Right. Listen to what they want. I remember um, recently we had a conversation in um, Jordan. I had him sit down with a good friend of mine um and what we i just needed her to talk to him about like finances and she's really good with that so i had her do like a one-on-one course mm-hmm. financing budgeting and all of that and she had my baby just feeling like oh he finna be a millionaire like he needed mm-hmm. to just be a millionaire be a man and i'm grateful for it because two weeks later it made sense to him but everything she was saying i've always been saying but it just came different it's received different when it comes two weeks later else. he had a job and he said and he was like mom you know, I got a job. I'm a balanced school. I'm going to work because I want to pay my rent. I want to do, you know, I just want to do things. You know, you've done so much. I want to feel like a man. Mm-hmm. And at first I was like, you ain't got to do all that. You need to focus this and that. But I'm like, you know what? How? Who am I? And what am I doing telling him that he shouldn't work and do this? But again, that motherly instance and I don't want you to stress and I'm not knowing. I don't even have no truth. But listen, let me tell you something. Jay has got that little job. <laughs> baby mm-hmm. <laughs> paying his bills mm-hmm. and and i can't tell him nothing and he has a sense of independence what and a sense that he's doing it on his own doing it on his own just mm-hmm. for a simple class trey baby you got my baby thinking finna be a millionaire <laughs> yeah, he, he and his three suits she told him he needed to get three suits a blue one and a black one i think maybe two blacks and a blue book rotate but just having that you know that support network mm-hmm. so you gotta reach out parents right to have if you have friends that are able to step in and help and do different things and they have strengths do it don't get offended thinking you don't need a village because you need a village just to help you with your kids even when they're grown you gotta have it Mm -hmm. you gotta have it and sometimes messages are are received when they come from others receive different even though you've been saying the same thing for 30 years yeah i'm looking at him like but I ain't say nothing. Exactly. Okay. Fine. If whatever you know, works. Auntie Trey, you think she the bomb when it comes to finances out of it, and you whatever. Okay, fine. <laughs> but I needed that. Yeah. I could have easily just been like, I got it in control, and it could have went south. But it wasn't for you. It was I re- for him. Exactly. So you have to reach out, and you have to do those things. Now, what about? Because we don't talked about so much this morning. Mm-hmm. And you doing good because you know you was nervous at first. That would be correct. Yeah, and I was like, friend, just we just just, yeah. just chill. This, this, you know, we're gonna do this. But we talked about um, some other situations too when it comes to kids. And this one, I thought this was was really good, so I wanted to bring it back up. Um, when our sons start getting in relationships mm-hmm. and dating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And we can see <laughs> that she's not it. That that she's not it. But it's like, do you fall back and let him let them just fall and figure, or do you say anything? Because it's like a little bit of both. Because nine times out of ten, they're going to want to do exactly the opposite of what you're saying. So you listen, but 
you stand firm in what you believe in. So you indirectly tell them um, to an extent, Mm -hmm. but you let them bring things to you. And again, you listen and then time will tell because they'll know. They'll either say that you're short or what have you. But what if that don't happen? Because sometimes they won't say anything because they feel like they need to prove a point that this is going to work. They'll figure it out like I did. And I don't care how long it takes because it's their life. True. True. And that's a tough one because it's like. It is. You, you know, you want your sons to. Why you ain't get nobody like your mama? <laughs> Or where you going with this? But then it's like, you don't want your child to be used either. Because a lot of times it's like you get, they get these young girls. That want a savior. That are broken mm-hmm. and damaged and you feel like you need to fix them. And it's like, okay, how you got this when you grew up in a household with a mama doing this? Exactly. So what, like, at what point do you feel like you got to take care of somebody? Or baggage. <laughs> But you seen your mama get up on two, three jobs, making it, going to school, this and that, and you didn't see nobody take like you see like how did you get opposite? Exactly. So it's like, do you personalize that? You you don't. Do you still help them with whatever it is when they say I need two, three hundred dollars for it is because we ain't got over this because to an extent you do. The reason being is because at the end of the day, it's still your child. At the end of the day, I'm sure your mom, grandma, uncle, brother, sister, whatever, if you had those resources, helped you. Mm-hmm. So you have to realize that you didn't have all the answers. You still don't have all the answers. And that you figured it out or you all collectively figured it out and they'll do the same. They'll just, yeah. I think they'll respect you more. But sometimes, like you said, it's still a struggle. It's, it's still it's hard. Still, what would you say you struggle with? Because even you said it's been two years for you. Mm-hmm. And I've kind of gotten used to the oldest one gone because, you know, he's just been gone the longest. But I've never used to it. And it's been a while. I've struggled with the fact that I'm trying to find my way Mm -hmm. because I am always used to so-and-so's mom. It's just like, who is Tawanda and what do you do now? And... I don't want to not ever be available for the kids, but I also realize that I have to be available at some point to me, whatever that looks like. So it's trying to, I struggle with the balance Mm -hmm. as to how do I still be a parent, but still find my own way. Yeah. And not just a parent, but a parent of adult children. That would be Uh, that. Yeah. (laughs) Parenting adult children. But um, you're right. You got to find balance. And I, and even me now, I feel like, at the same time, that emptiness, but I feel like I'm like I'm I'm living my best. Like I'm okay mm-hmm. with putting me first. Yeah, it felt weird at first, but it's kind of like guilt. Yeah, that guilt, but mm-hmm. it's just like you know what, God, they're fine. They and they got a roof over fine. their head. I, I've taught them all that they need to know. Now they need to apply it. They're gonna make mistakes on the way. You know what? Go ahead, Keela, and and start doing you. And it's okay. It's okay. Listen, waking up in the morning and I ain't got to figure out a schedule and make my schedule based on where they got to be this and that. It it has been a good feeling. (laughs) (laughs) I have so much time on my hands, so it's not even funny. My uh, brother came by last week and he was like, where did Jordan move at the house? You don't even buy juice that much no more. Uh -uh." (laughs) Uh-uh. We buy snacks. We, we buy snack, snacks. all that. I've been <laughs> able to save on the grocery bill, all of that. So it's a lot of perks mm-hmm. and incentives. Yeah. But 
that loneliness time, I ha you have to find, and this goes out to the parents, you know, who are going through some similarities of things that we're sharing. That lonely time, you have to fill that void with things to do. Start identifying some goals, okay. things that you could not do because mm -hmm. you had to put motherhood first and different. Or you didn't have time to do. I didn't have time. Reconnect with some friends. Reconnect. Start That's exercising. So, yes. Take um, up a hobby. Meditating is very good. Mm -hmm. um, journaling. Journaling. Girlfriend time is important as well. Nighttime, nighttime with your girls. Most people would say, oh, I don't do females. That's because you haven't found the right one. Or you just isolated yourself because you just put your children in front of everything um and even right now yeah the earth is shut down but it's a lot of things you can virtually do mm -hmm. or you know have those six you know a few little girlfriends over to your house and that but connecting with others is going to fill void time look mm -hmm. and get sit down with a therapist <laughs> Process this kind of stuff with a therapist. I mean, Zoom is available. Zoom is available therapy, but work on healing. That's right. A lot of times, parenting and motherhood and fatherhood, whatever it is, it becomes a distraction for working on healing. Mm -hmm. So take the opportunity to well, okay, what do I need to work on with this healing? Because I don't have this distraction anymore. Right. It's gone. Mm -hmm. And it so, could be a rude awakening because you don't even realize didn't how damaged realize. you were didn't realize and now the emptiness has triggered mm -hmm. like dang i have been compensating uh -huh. and overdoing with parenting mm -hmm. working and being busy and then you realize i got some unresolved issues mm -hmm. from childhood right or unresolved issues with relationships that didn't work mm -hmm. you know so how do i you know how does that look like i don't have that so that emptiness understand is if you feel like you are struggling or like how you shared a depression even increase anxiety, worries, mm -hmm. and all of that. Understand that's don't feel as if you're not supposed to feel that way. Mm -hmm. You it's okay if you're feeling that way, but and don't okay to talk to someone. Don't stay in it. Don't right. stay stuck in that. Get on that phone and call somebody. Like, I'm struggling with this. Mm -hmm. I miss my kids. Right. But don't make your kids be your emotional punching bag either right. while you're going through all of that with that emptiness. So mm -hmm. um you know, that's, I think that was good. This was a good, what else you want to say for the people? What else we got to get to live life, <laughs> laugh often, talk mm -hmm. often, laugh and, get a lot. Out of, and get out of your own way. You laugh a lot. Like this morning you came. Now we don't, we talk, we talk came, all the time. Came, came early. Came early. I'm at Publix. Right, right, right. At Publix. Mom's missed to, she, I said, we're not in Publix. But it was okay because even before this shot, we had done already talked for two hours. We've been talking since nine something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, we should have been recording the whole time. But it's just good to reconnect mm -hmm. with friends. Right. So this like this morning, I started my morning off good. Mm -hmm. We exactly. sat down, we had breakfast, we done talked about stuff, we done reminisced, we done shared the things, some personal things that both of us going on, not knowing, oh, you going through that too, sis? Thing. Oh, we going through you. Wasn't no shame. I wasn't worrying about you judging me. Mm -hmm. None of that. That's right. So you have to get to a point to where you have to be comfortable to not fight things in silence. Exactly. And to reach out to people mm -hmm. and let them know that you're struggling. Even if it's something as simple as an empty nest. Because right. it's, it's it's a struggle. That, and it's not that simple. It's not that simple. Mm -hmm. You Two years and you're still trying to get through it. Exactly. So... You know, imagine some of those other parents who are struggling more and have made their kids either come back home uh -huh. or didn't give them an opportunity because you're in your own selfish way. And it happens often. I need I need, I need you to fulfill hear. my needs. Uh -huh. And you hear it. 
and you hear it. Mm -hmm. So it's not, you know, this is something common that people are going through, but a topic of discussion that nobody's thinking. We were supposed to have a whole nother episode today. And we were. (laughs) We don't went to a whole, (laughs) so it happens. Uh But yeah. Friend, I enjoyed you today. I enjoyed you as well. I enjoyed my breakfast as well. Thank you. Yeah, I cut the little song song. Thank you. Appreciate you. And you cute. Always, always. You cute. Okay. Write that down. Write that down. Mm-hmm. Well, you know you stay cute. Mm-hmm. Also, get y'all some. If your friends are not supporting you and empowering you and encouraging you and even keeping it real for you, even when they need to gather yourself together, you if you do one. not have no friends, that as you are going into the new years, I'm gonna need you to reevaluate. I'm gonna need you to. I need you need friends who are going to insert themselves into your businesses and what you're doing and empowering you and encouraging you. Listen, I ain't ask. She called us, hey, I'm finna be on the right. We finna do an episode. That that, that's what I need. I don't need, insert yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but that's support. Mm-hmm. I can't pay you, but you coming here. That's but right. you have, if you, listen, if y'all don't have no friends who's supporting you, reevaluate because friendships grow apart and you do not have to be stuck in situations that are not for us um we're running out of time and i hope you all enjoy this episode and i want you to listen to the end because tawanda not only has raised some amazing kids but she has a daughter that has a business so she will be advertising her business um after this with a commercial so thank you all for tuning in with k-love on the mic be blessed have a good day and i will see you next week Thanks again. All right, friend. Bye. Bye. Shop at Kayla on the Bling for any special occasion for all your arm candy needs, basics, and or customs. Shop via thedoor26.bigcartel.com or IG Kayla on the Bling. See you soon at Kayla on the Bling.